Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Wednesday with the Word. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, whether it is Wednesday with the Word or Saturdays with the Traveling Pulpit, today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am. How about you? Well, Wednesday with the Word is the midweek motivational message that comes to you to inspire and uplift and help build the bridge or shorten the gap between you and a relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to thank you for joining me on today. And I have four quick points that I want to give to you that will help strengthen you and help guide you. And I pray that it will lead you into that right relationship with Christ. The first point are the rules of engagements in spiritual activity and warfare. You see, we are now in the fight of our souls. Not for our lives, for our souls. We are in a fight for our souls. And it is so important to understand what this fight is all about. What this, this, these times are revealing to us. It is absolutely necessary that you remain aware and not woke. If you've heard me speak about this before on the traveling pulpit on Saturdays is that woke people can go back to sleep. But people who are aware, they remain on high alert, looking out for the things of danger. If you've ever seen uh, the animal planet and watched a big cat go down to the riverbank and drink water, his eyes are up while his tongue is drinking up the water. But if you've ever seen a wild dog on the end, same thing, drinking water, his head is down. In fact, if you've seen a dog, period, as opposed to a cat, the dog's head is down where he can't see anything in his surroundings, but the big cat can. See, that's the difference between wokeness and awareness. So these four little points tidbits, reminders are meant for you. And in spiritual warfare, it is important to know who your enemy is. And we know who our enemy is because the Bible teaches us who our enemy is. Our enemy is Satan, known also as the, as the devil and also in the book of Revelation as the dragon. He is our enemy. The rules of engagement are simple. Number one, to know your enemy. Know your what your enemy looks like and know your enemy's weaknesses. Ezekiel 28, 13 informs us that Lucifer, who was once in the garden of God called Eden, was, was also a part of the downfall of man in Genesis three, where he stole the innocence of mankind and brought sin into the world because he did that or how he did that was he studied, he studied his enemy. You see, we've been, we've been uh, Satan's enemy since our conception and he has plotted our destruction 
from the moment we came into the world. You see, because he knows that his day and his time is short, which is why he's walking around right now with his mask off and people still can't see him. He's not even hiding anymore. He's putting all his all his coins, all his chips on the table, and he's all in to destroy as many souls as he can. But it is our responsibility, Traveling Pulpit family and Wednesday with the Word listeners, that we remain faithful to our Lord and our Savior. It is so important. John 4 reminds us that we are to test the spirits. First John 4, I'm sorry, that we are to test the spirits. You've, if you've ever heard the, the, uh, the old folks say, test the spirit by the spirit, that's what they're talking about in 1 John 4, testing the spirit by the spirit. Know your enemy's weaknesses because he has one. Just like you have a weakness and I have a weakness called sin, he has a weakness also. And his weakness is destruction. So when you make a commitment to follow Christ... When you make a commitment to become a disciple and a believer and a follower of the way, as they once called it back in the in, in the first century of the early church, his weakness right there is is to is is known as his anger, his frustration, and he will he will wave a tapestry of weapons at you. And this is why point number two is so important because. Point number two is protect your heart and your mind. Ephesians 6.10 reminds us to be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. And by doing so, to put on the whole armor of God. Because when, when, when his weaknesses are revealed, then that's when he's going to come at us with everything he has. And he's not holding back on us. You see the situation that we're in right now. This is this is his way of not holding anything back. Mankind is at his weakest, uh, weakest existence in history. His weakest existence in history. The reason I say mankind is at his weakest existence in history because mankind doesn't know whether he wants to be a man or, or whether he wants to be a woman. And because of that, the woman has now given up the rightful, uh, uh, um, the rightful identity of being a woman and now wants to be a man. You see, the man is the leader. That is what he was made to do. Not that the woman was made to be a follower, but she was made to, to be a leader alongside him. But when man fell, that's what brought the battle of the sexes into the world. So mankind has been fighting with himself. And and all and we have and we have to give credit to the devil for doing that because again, he knew his enemy. He knows us. He has studied us. But this is why we have the book called the Bible. Because Ephesians 6.10 tells us to put on the belt of truth. The breastplate of righteousness. The gospel of peace as shoes for your feet. The shield of faith. 
the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, I want to go back to the helmet of salvation. You see, because with the helmet of salvation, you are able to protect your mind. You see, that is where he comes in. He comes into your mind and he begins to make you think the things that that he has designed for you to do. That is his will. That is his purpose to get into your mind. And once he gets into your mind, it's easily for the heart to follow what the mind is doing or what the mind is persuading the heart to do. If you notice, the Bible says in Ephesians 10 that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against rulers and authority and cosmic powers over this present darkness against the spiritual forces in evil places. This is because the wicked who also have them, who uh, the wicked has also taken those captive. There are so many captive people out here in the world uh, Wednesday with the word listeners that they don't even realize that they've been taken captive. You see, you see it on the news every day. You see, uh, they want to do things that that please the world. But these things that please the world do not please the creator. It angers the creator when people in the world do things of the world. You see, as believers, as disciples, as uh, Christians, as followers of the way, we are in the world, but we should not be a part of the world. We excuse me, we should not make the world our home because this is not where we belong. But because the wicked who have allowed themselves to be taken captive by this evil and wicked power, they themselves have now been given some, some power to where they can't sleep unless they're doing something wrong, unless they're doing some evil. You see, Proverbs 4.16 reminds us that those that do evil cannot rest nor sleep until they have done something wrong and they are robbed of their sleep and their rest until they have caused someone to sin, which is why the news is full of overnight stories. Breaking news overnight. Uh, someone was shot at 3.45 a.m. Uh, someone was shot at, at 4 o'clock a.m. Well, those are the ones who cannot get any sleep because they have to be doing something. And because these convenience stores are open at night, there's a high possibility they get robbed at these hours. You see, because again, Proverbs 4.16 says that they cannot do, they cannot get any rest nor sleep unless they are causing someone to stumble, someone to sin, or unless they are doing sin themselves. Paul reminds us that in Romans 12.1, that we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice and to, and to not be conformed of this world but present our bodies to the Lord as, as in renewing our minds, which is our spiritual worship. Do you know when you put on that, that, that helmet of salvation that your mind changes? And when, when your thought pattern changes, your whole 
attitude changes. When your whole attitude changes, your whole approach changes, your words change. Uh, there's a different feel about you. There's a different look about you. You see, because you have allowed the Lord to come into your life and make the necessary changes to you that needed to be done. But when you allow yourself to be taken captive by this world, then something happens when you begin to look like the world. You begin to to look like something that people do not recognize anymore. You see it on TV every day. Now you're seeing it in in. You're seeing it in D.C. You figure it out. You see it in D.C. You're seeing you're seeing it. You're seeing it everywhere now. Everywhere. People who are a part of the world are beginning to look different and act different. And they're beginning to uh, speak out to those who are in the world, but not of the world. But here is your opportunity. To make a choice on which side you will stand. Number three is when. That when is an ideal opportunity right now to start this relationship with the Messiah. That comes from Romans 10, 9. It is the confess, believe, and receive scripture. You see, the invitation is still there. It has not rescinded. It still has your name on it. And the host is still waiting for you to RSVP. And today is your opportunity. And all you have to do, Romans 10, 9, is confess, believe, and receive. Number four is how. How do you do this? You do this by inviting the Messiah, the Christ, into your life. This is done by faith. In Hebrews 11.1 1 reminds us that faith, or 11.1, 1, let me say it the way it's written, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You see, when you have that now faith, it comes on to you in that exact moment that you experience that Romans 10, 9, that confess, believe and receive. Once that happens, now faith has shown up in your life. Now you can uh, believe in the things that you are hoping for and you can believe in the things that you do not see that they will come to pass. You see, I believe in you. I believe that the Lord has given you the opportunity to hear this message and to make a choice that you want your soul to be with him in eternity. Because some, when they hear the voice of the Lord, some will go to eternity and salvation and some will go to destruction and damnation. And it is because of Hebrews 11, 1, that we believe Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 tells us, since we are surrounded by a great crowd of a great crap 
a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, everything holding us down, that sin clings so closely to us today. And let us run with endurance. Let us be free of those things that have been holding us back for so long. Let us be free of the people that have tried to hold us down out of their jealousy and, and the things that, that they do not like about us, uh, you know, our, our way of life, our way of living, the decisions that we make to improve our situation, not to hinder our situation. Let us say, let us set aside that weight. Let us put down that sin that clings so closely to us and let us run with endurance that the race that is before us, that race is for the Lord. We are racing for him and let us look to Jesus, who is the founder and the perfecter of our faith, because he did not go to the cross in vain. He went there for you. He had you in mind when he went there. He had me in mind when he went there. And when they placed him in the tomb, he was thinking about you. He was thinking about me. But oh, on the third day morning, when he got up with all power in his hand, I believe somewhere in that early morning, he was calling our names in heaven that we might have a right to the tree of life. And I believe that for you today. So if you believe this and you know this to be true, if you have tried the spirit by the spirit, then Wednesday with the word and traveling pulpit Saturdays is for you. And I encourage you to share this message with someone. I encourage you to reach out to someone. I encourage you to make amends with those who have wronged you in the past. Start a new beginning in your life and know that the Lord is on your side because he is. And when you tell someone about the Lord Jesus, let them know what he has done for you because he has done great things and he's not finished yet. Wednesday with the Word family, I want to thank you once again. It has been an honor and a pleasure. I look forward to doing um, continual Wednesday with the Word messages. I just wanted to drop in really quick and just deliver this message to you. I pray that you will have a continual uh, great day. It is going to be a great day because we are all alive. We are all able to call on the name of the Lord. We are all able to confess believe and receive that I believe. I believe it in Jesus name. I pray that you will share this message. I pray that you will reach out uh, at traveling pulpit minute, traveling pulpit ministries.com. I pray that you will reach out also at traveling pulpit at gmail.com. You can reach me on the social media platforms. And also I will be sending out very, very soon information on a Zoom connection, which I believe will be a Zoom church. And I'm going to be doing that very soon. So um, I may do a Facebook live, but I just want to put that out there that that is in the works. And also the book that I'm working on is going to be available very soon also. So please be in mind of those things. And I look forward to um, 
connecting with you in one way, one way, form or another. I want to wish you the best day. Uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And let's do this on next Wednesday with the word. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice saying goodbye for now. I love you. And may the Lord give you peace as you go on your journey. Bye for now.